There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Skål, which of course is Swedish for cheers. Skål, Chris. Skål, how are you? I'm good. Uh, good day. Which of course yes. is uh, no. Swedish Norwegian for a good day. Excellent. Yeah. When yes. were you in Norway? Uh, oh, long time ago, about 2002, maybe 2003. Um, for New Year's, Chris, it was fantastic. It was uh, snowing since September and uh, everything was very white and it was very cold and you eat about five or six times a day. Brilliant place. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, yeah, we were staying with a friend's family and her mother... We had cereal at like 7 a.m. and then you had a cooked breakfast at 9 and then you had like a early lunch at 11. Then you had proper lunch at like 1 or 2. Then you had an afternoon tea at like 4 and then you had dinner at 6 or 7. And then you had... It's like every two hours, if you stayed up like at 9 o'clock, there was something. And then at 11 o'clock, if you're still up, there was something else. Bring them. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like a perfect hobbit. Because... <laughs> okay. They, they, they like their second breakfasts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, welcome to the Gin and Jandals podcast, uh, which is all about New Zealand gin, because there's so many of them. There are. And uh, we get to try them, so you don't have to, and may not want to, or may want to. It's kind of like sorting out the, the, the wheat from the chaff. Although, I have to say, you know, this is our, I think our 14th episode, Um. We've only really had a couple that we wouldn't go back to. There's one we definitely wouldn't go back to, yeah. which was, was that last week's, the week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. the concept. Mm. What else wouldn't you go back to, Chris? Uh, I think they're just some I wouldn't, you uh, know. Escape Grace? Yeah, it's fine. It, uh, it's, fine it's fine, but would I buy it? No. Yeah, possibly not. I just got through my last Escape Grace, the bottle. Um, uh, the coffin. Yeah, last weekend. So I, I do need to buy some more gin. Basically, my bit, my gin cupboard is looking actually quite bare. It's uh, mine. I know it's it's quite a frustration. And I don't remember drinking it, which is probably why it's all gone. Mm. Um, I also, Chris, um, I I was um, what do you call it? Rebottling everything down so it wasn't all in different sizes, etc. And a little bit's left over, and I mixed it all into one one little um, that's it there, one little container of um. About five different gins. You've mixed five different gins into a single gin. Yes. Can you imagine the botanical count? <laughs> well, yeah, and this I think this just goes to show it it's like a Franken gin. Franken gin. That is a brilliant uh, name for a gin, the Franken gin. It is, but this is not a brilliant gin, Chris. It is awful. What's what's wrong with it, Mark? Come on. It's all the aftertaste that just hits you like I know they've just combined to to hit you one after the other and you you're just going that's not nice no that's worse and i don't know if i don't know they're fighting against each other or something but i don't recommend a franken gin um i would actually take concept over the franken gin <laughs> well i also had an interesting gin um uh last yes. weekend i think it was uh and it was a proper it was sunday morning again no 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 this was a this was a proper homemade gin um, from a friend of a friend, they uh, they had made it themselves, and I, I only had enough for a shot, which was annoying. Um, <laughs> but I had a little nip, and I wasn't very sure. And then I had a proper gin tea, and 
actually it was really good so i'm going to get some more of that and we're going to test it um oh. or you know review it on the podcast uh we have to come up with a name for it because he doesn't call it anything it's just the gin that he makes just- um but it does go to show like you know you'd, you'd be hard pressed in a gin tasting to say that was the homemade gin yes oh, Anywho. I, I don't know but yeah um maybe well we should talk about this uh today's gin it's- just gin, which is speaking of, well, not speaking of homemade, but speaking of gin competitions, this, this scored 93 points, Chris, in 2021. Oh, wow. At the Ultimate Spirits Challenge. <laughs> it's like Pokemon for ghosts, I think. <laughs> Still an old spirit joke. Yep. It's won quite a few awards, actually, hasn't it? Australian yes. Gin Award in uh, 2019. It was gold yep. and silver in 2020. Uh, New Zealand the Spirit Awards got bronze. The Sip Awards, Awards. Yeah. double gold, double gold, double gold. Um, the I need to get two golds. What for? Did it enter into two different competitions? I like weightlifting know. and sprinting, or I, I don't know. One day when uh, they invite us to the gin tasting, they'll um, they'll tell us what we're meant to be tasting for. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. But this gin, Chris, is, is handcrafted from their honoured traditions. And its name is Verdigris, or Verdigris. Verdigris. Verdigris, which of course is the blue-green colour that you get off the still, because it's copper. And that's the thing, this is a proper copper-distilled gin, and they do say, they being people who perhaps know these things, that a copper-distilled gin is better than a non-copper-distilled gin. There's something in the copper that gives it a bit more, I don't know, something. Something. Um, yeah, it, it loses points. I mean, the bottle's okay, Chris. The design is quite postmodern. No, 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 Mark. I think you're missing the point. The, the, the design of the bottle is Art Deco. So I because, I, uh, b- because it's a Napier-based gin. I wouldn't have called that Art Deco. I mean, yeah, it's, it's Art it's Deco. Picasso. Yeah, it's Art Deco. It's, got, it's definitely Art Deco. All right. I mean, I'm... Not one to know anything about art or design. But, uh, but don't let that stop you commenting, Mark. Don't let that stop you. <laughs> but if you say it's Art Deco, Chris, then it's Art Deco. Um, it's Art Deco style, you know. Yeah. Um, what isn't Art Deco, Chris, is the descriptions, which um, I'll just read it to you and then you can respond. Uh, inspired by a classic juniper-led London dry gin bouquet, a supporting duo of lemon peel and native New Zealand flaxseed, it's an approachable, easy-drinking dry gin and a great all-rounder. It has traditional pine and citrus notes, which are embellished and guided to a deeper place by the unctuous yet finely structured tones of New Zealand orris root. Is that it, or are you carrying on? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. No, I, was lost in the, I was lost in the unctuous, actually. The <laughs> only time I think I've heard the word unctuous... unctuous is probably uh, Nigella Lawson eating a, you know, massive chocolate cake. She'd describe it as unctuous, wouldn't she? Probably would. Anyway. Whilst staring deeply down the camera. Did she um, put it in her microwave-y? Remember that she, she may well have done. Yeah. Um, call back to the... Uh, when was that joke? I don't know. I might, I, yeah, who knows? Who knows who these knows? things? Um, um, so nine, nine botanicals, but some very poncy description, Chris. Yes, I, I do like the uh, the concept of New Zealand flaxseed. I think this is the first flaxseed botanical gin that we've tried. 
Flaxseed has omega-3 in it, Chris, so this is even more healthy than usual. It's a healthy gin. Gosh, we, 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 do, uh, we do cross boundaries with this podcast, don't we? <laughs> a health-based gin. I like yeah. it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's the New Zealand gin, gin market, isn't it? All healthy. Yes. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, 44% and... Mm, a little bit on the, uh, the strong side, I guess. Stronger side. And according to websites, it's about 80 bucks. Um, I got it on sale and I did not pay 80 bucks for it. I was under 70. Oh, well, I was going to say that's a good price, but, you know, we have to drink it first. But well, um, yeah. <laughs> just goes to show if you, you know, and I find that in general, actually, if you look around, you, you generally can get a good deal somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's one of the things after my last splurge, full price gin, <laughs> that I'll take, a, take the discounted route. Yep. All right. Shall we get into it? We shall. Um, so the first thing we do, if you're new to the podcast, is we taste it neat. And the reason we do that um, is because it's an alcohol, a spirit, and spirits are meant to be drunk and neat. And some gins, only a couple. I can barely think of them that we've had that would um, taste neat. Any spring to mind, Chris? Mm, I think you can do sauce. Yeah, sauce codrona. Weirdly enough, Matakana Moonshine, I think, was possible as well. Oh, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. This isn't... I'm liking how it smells. It smells like a gin, Chris. No, 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 no. I think it's the... These are flaxseed I can smell. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's nice. Oh. Hmm. That's taking it neat. Hmm. Um, first thought was, I don't like this. Then it sort of bloomed in my mouth. Um, and I actually like it. <laughs> Certainly clears the sinuses. <laughs> Do you not get the whole, like, it sort of expands everywhere in the, in the mouth? I, I, Do you know, I the first sip, no. The second sip, yeah, I totally got the bloom. It, it, it kind of tried to escape and used every possible uh, <laughs> escape route. Wow. Is it my, do you know what? My eyes are watering slightly. Yes. Flipping, heck. But it's not that bad. That was nice, though. Yeah. Like... As much as, you know, you've got things escaping from different holes, <laughs> this isn't this isn't a bad thing. You, you know, when you were younger, if you can remember back that far, you know, and, and you would you would have a shot of, I don't know, something horrible, something a Sam horrible. Booker or, some, or something, you know. This, this almost feels like the grown-up version of doing that. Is that a good thing? That's a good yeah, thing. I think it is a good thing. I mean, I, I'm sure it's not the market they're looking for, grown-up <laughs> shop market. I'm sure that's not where, where they're, you know, I think they're trying to be a little bit, um, well, more adult than that. But that's, I'm, I'm doing it again. Mm. Usually I don't finish, finish it neat, but I am. You do get the... Um, I guess there is that little lemony hit to it, isn't mm. it? And I'm sure you mentioned pine earlier. I did. Well, I read it. Well, you definitely get the pine. Not the Douglas fir. <laughs> which no, we had uh, last week. Pinus radiata. 
Yeah, no, I think it is. That is a cracking little neat gin, I think. It's it's just so full, Chris. Like, normally it's, yeah. But uh, I think this is probably the best neat gin that we've had on the Ooh. podcast. And that's a surprise. Like, I've never tried this gin before. I know you've um, essentially finished the bottle. drunk the bottle, yeah. <laughs> but I've never tried it before. And very pleasant. Um, I'm now nervous about drinking it as a gin and tonic. I might not like it. I've had this before. You know, Just is it possible to like it neat and in a in a and I don't know. Well, you did with sauce. Um, if you just put a few ice cubes in that, um, that would, yeah. Gives you that nice warmth, doesn't it? I, you would. I, this is what you need in Norway, Mark. <laughs> uh, just, just as you, you realise, Chris, alcohol gives you hypothermia. No, it doesn't. Oh. The cold gives you hypothermia. Right, that's true. Uh, it doesn't help if you're hypothermia. No, it doesn't help. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, should we right. crack into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, usual one to two mix. Are you uh, ice cubing or are you ice... I'm ice chill, cubing. Chill soup. What are they? Uh, no, I, I haven't. They're just, you know, <laughs> they're just not very good, I think, is where I'd, 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 I'd land those ice cubes. They, they're... The, those ice cubes, the, the you know the the ones you keep in your fridge and they're made of granite or whatever it is, crystal. Yeah. You think when you're in the shop, these look like a good idea, reusable ice cubes, blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. But they're simply not. <laughs> Back on the scraps tonight, Chris. Are you the fever tree? No, I am. I'm uh, the. Uh, my other, my actual favourite, which is the uh, the good old fashioned East Imperial. Ah. Mm. Just wait for you to catch up. Oh, it's just, I do like East Imperial. So when uh, we 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 don't do fruit, we don't put a sl- no. slice in here. We just like the the gin, how the distiller wants you to try it. So here goes. Well, that's interesting. Which aspect? The fact that I feel as though I've overtoniced, but I haven't. That is funny, because I have the same feeling. Like, I know I haven't overtoniced. Hmm. Uh, Maybe wh- wh- over ice cube, but I don't think so. Do you know how I did? What was the uh, was the term easy drinking? Yeah, I can. I could drink. I could down this now, thinking that I'm essentially just having some cold water. Really? I don't mean. I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. Um, I don't think it's as flavorful as it having it neat. No. Um, it's it's not. 
It's not underwhelming, but it's not special. I'm just topping up, Chris, just in case. But um, the the excitement that came from it neat to move to tonic and ice. It's. I mean, this is. It seems to have disappeared in the glass. Take a swig of tonic water, Chris, just to clear your throat or something. I don't know. I'm going to do that. Actually, before I came out here to podcast, my daughter made dessert, and it was so sweet. Do you know how your your mouth starts to implode when things are too sweet? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what. That's what I was only got about two teaspoons into it, and I was like. Mm. <laughs> did you soldier on or no. did you have to no, no I'm, I'm off the age now where soldiering on is not a good idea Hello. Mm. it's it's flavoured Chris I mean it's not I'm just trying to think because I've drunk most ever since two thirds of this bottle well uh, but, you know it's not underwhelming. It's, it, no, it's not you're right. It's, it's not underwhelming, but it's not whelming. No, definitely not it, whelmed. I'm not. It's a, it's a difficult thing, isn't it, actually? Like, um, you do lose a lot of that, that flavour punch that you get when, you, when it's neat. Yeah, fair enough. You're diluting it. I, you kind of expect that. And it's by no means unpleasant. You know, I would happily drink this and I will happily drink this you know this will be a this will be one of those gins that we've definitely finished by the end of the podcast but I wouldn't say that you know compared to some of the other gins that are a lot more wholesome a lot more flavoursome uh, this just isn't it's pleasant uh, you know that easy drinking you, you don't really notice you're drinking it um, that 44% I know it's only a little bit more than your, your kind of your yeah, was it 40, 42? Seems about average. Yeah. You don't notice the increased alcohol. Um, it's fine, which sounds terrible. It, you're, you're, you're damning with faint prose. I am, and I don't mean to. I think some people would really like this. Oh, I'm sure people would. Well, um, I'm, assu- uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the judges... Uh, at the norm, yeah. And there's, there's how many were there? Four different, uh, five different yeah. competitions. I think they liked it. Gold and double gold and ninety-three points and yeah. I mean, I, I must say, you know, reflecting on my time with this bottle, Chris, <laughs> um, it has been underwhelming. Like you know how I said the little bitty, no, not the little bitty, the um, ah, oh, the uh, Savon Blanc one. Mm-hmm. That one took a while to get into, but once it got into, you know, uh, it became quite good and a little bitty, I found quite strong. Complex. Complex, licorice Um But I would prefer both of those over this, just because I'm not whelmed. You know how we, we, we often talk about when when would you have this gin? Mm. And I think the when is any time, really. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. There's no, there's no kind of. Yeah, this any time, and he'd be fine. Like it's you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you know, it, it, it. Yeah, morning, maybe. Yeah. Noon, afternoon, evening. Yes. <laughs> it's all good, right? You, you, you yeah. honestly 
could. And I think that's, you know, to move away from the Damien Frank praise, you definitely could have it any time, whenever you felt like it, because it is it is an easy drinking. It goes down nicely. Um, you're not being hit over the head by too many complex flavours. You don't have to think a little bitty, you know, that's a, we've talked about it, yeah. you're, you're contemplating what you're drinking. This you are not, you're just drinking it. Yeah. And um, I think hmm. if you brought it out with friends, there'd be some who liked it and some who found it okay. And yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. You're not going to offend anybody with it, are you? No. no it's not going to concept their socks off. Poor old concept. Um, I bet they are, uh, you know, yeah, crying into their, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're their pillows. The state. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, bring it out. Um, I think some people would love it. Some people would be okay with it. Those who are okay with it wouldn't complain about it. No. no I'd can. happily have this in my cupboard as a, you know. Maybe it's that gin that, you know, at school there's all the different clicks and it sort of traverses the different clicks. What you mean? It's kind of like a smart jock or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hmm. trying, to, trying to be positive about it. It's just well, I think the thing is, you know, if, if listeners, you're thinking we're 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 we we're not sounding, you know, um, it's not that it's under. I think maybe uh, the the promise of it neat has not lived up to the, you know, mm. the, the 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 mix and the G and T. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not nice. No, and go buy it. Um, if, hmm. You know, if it's, if it's, especially if it's on sale. Um, and if there was something else on sale that we've tasted before, I'd probably go for that. But that's just me. And, uh, you know, we all know how wrong <laughs> that could be. <laughs> it's kind of like the inoffensive gin, isn't it? You're not going to offend it. Everybody's going to like this. It's inoffensive, yet some people will love it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, I agree, um, and uh, yeah, handcrafted always a yeah, a tick, and copper distilled uh, another tick for me, and you know London Dry, I I do like a London Dry actually. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's kind of a good clean gin. Yes. So there we okay. go, verdigree gin. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, skull, as yeah. they say. Skull. Um, Skull. Uh, and uh, we'll keep the keep the contacts coming. Thank you for listening. We um we appreciate we appreciate the uh, emails and the um yeah and you listening. There are other podcasts available. None as good as this about gin in New Zealand. And if you do want to send us an, uh, an email, it's um gin and jandals at gmail dot com. And with that, Chris, scroll, scroll. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.